Welcome to the ACC Panic Room alongside Lauren Brownlow. I'm Joe Obius. I'm stuck in New York because apparently there's a nor'easter coming through. I was I was actually supposed to be on a flight right now. I was not going to stick around for the championship game uh, for work reasons. But instead, I'm here waiting out whatever it is that's going on. Um, so I guess we can talk. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles, Brownlow. Well, the funny thing is, like, on my way over here, we got delayed, and we didn't get off tarmac at RDU because of a wind advisory up in New York. Ah. So I didn't, I didn't get here like until Tuesday morning at like two o'clock and three o'clock in the morning. So this this entire trip is cursed, just like the ACC tournament championship game, cursed to not have a third meeting between North Carolina and Duke. Well, listen, too many things had gone right for like the ACC's bubble teams. You know, yeah. there yeah. was <laughs> it, it, too many good things for the ACC. That was not they breached the quota, I guess. So the ACC could not have the nice thing of a Duke Carolina rematch. Although it's just it's funny. I mean, you don't think about it until it's on the horizon and it's almost happening. But you're like, does Carolina want to play Duke again? Like, it doesn't matter. They have nothing to lose. No. It doesn't undo what happened in Durham. But if you're a Carolina fan, like, do you want anything to, to like, temper your enjoyment of that moment? You know, I don't think you do. So, hey, yeah, now, now you don't have to deal with it. Now you don't have to deal with Paolo Bencaro getting to say that he got to avenge the loss. I mean, he did not hesitate when asked yeah. what he wanted from that game. Yeah. He said Carolina. And now, uh, now he won't get the chance to avenge it. It's it's okay. So a, a couple things about this: Virginia Tech beating North Carolina, and North Carolina just having one of those bad nights that we've seen. Like the bad Carolina showed up again. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to take anything away from that game last night. I really I'm really not. I think North Carolina showed me a lot more in the win against Duke, and then not having the letdown game against Virginia right. on Thursday. To me, the way they were able to overcome all of that stuff showed me a little bit more than what last night could have meant, right? I mean, yeah. it was also like it, it was also Mike Young's, you know, his Jillio and I joke, righteous gemstones crew of like Padula. Really? Like where like where were you when the Padula mixtape dropped in New York? I mean, dude was cooking last night. I'm supposed to expect that to like, I don't know. I thought the whole thing was a little bit on the fluky side for North Carolina. Not to say that North Carolina doesn't have their flaws. We know they're a flawed yeah. team. It's just that all those flaws came out at the worst possible time. Now, this is good for the ACC because Virginia Tech beating North Carolina puts Virginia Tech firmly into the NCAA. I think they were leaving things to chance if Wake Forest, who lost uh, at, uh, in, in, to Boston College, and let's say Virginia Tech doesn't get this, you are dealing with a lot of bubble teams. I think it was probably better for the ACC that Virginia Tech did this. Yes. At Wake Forest expense, potentially. But God. it's better that they did this. Every outcome for Wake Forest has been the worst case scenario. Like, really has. It really has. You got Indiana making a run, too. Like, mm -hmm. it's bad. Now, about the Duke Carolina game. I get the jokes, right? You know, like, ah, you know what? This is, you know there's levels to this there's you know this big big brain energy from hubert davis to lose this game to not yeah. give coach k an opportunity to get his last win over north carolina that he has to sit with the loss all of those are funny 
every single one of those jokes was funny. I am in no way, shape, or form trying to act like we're above it. Those jokes were funny. I disagree with you, though, about Carolina, though, Brownlow. What do you mean? I think Carolina wanted to twist the knife. Probably, but here's the thing. Considering how tired Carolina looked yesterday, yeah, how capable were they going to be of doing that? Hey, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. I'm simply saying that if given the opportunity, right? I just like Paolo Bancaro after the game when they beat, um, when they beat Miami. Yeah. To me, I I get where they're coming from, and Coach K quickly tried to shut that down in the post game press conference when somebody asked Paolo Bancaro about it. Uh, which is fine. That's what Coach K does. No, Bancaro said it on TV. I know. He said it on TV. Yeah. So when, when people try to follow it up in the post game, Coach K right. shut that down. Coach K was yeah. shutting down a lot of different things, which I'll get to in a second. Yeah. But, um, but you know, to me, if you're North Carolina, you want that third meeting because it's just twisting the knife. It's just, okay, yeah, we beat you at home. And you can watch that rear on the ACC network twice today if you want to, which is hilarious to me. But – not only did we beat you at home and ruin your your finale, we then denied you a tournament title. Like that, like we beat you twice. That's twisting the knife on Coach K. Yeah, the problem is that like, I think on some level, Carolina understands that they're not as good as this Duke team. So that's fine. That's fine. And even don't want to wake up the beast within. You know what I'm and, saying? And, like, and let's say, and let's say there, let's say there was a third meeting. Yeah. And Duke wins. What Carolina fans? Look, no, you already got, you got your ace in the hole. You just go, oh, cool, nice title. We still ruined your home game. I can't believe they aired that game again. I just I, twice I, the ACC and the the ACC network's tweak is hilarious because without context, without context, yeah. they're like, oh, you know, watch the farewell, and you see all the you see K and his players, his former players around right. him, and you're like, as Wait. though it was this triumphant moment, like. Are we just going to, like, lack context here? That was wild to me. Do you think he knew? Like, do you think he's okay with it? I really want to know the answer to that. Like, I don't think he ha- I don't think he has a say in it. I don't think he has a say in it. I mean, I, okay, I hear you, but you're going to tell me that Coach K calls someone at ACC Network and they, I, I think they take the call, you know? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. So, um... I'd be curious to see what North Carolina does in the NCAA tournament. You know, we talked to Patrick Stevens of the Washington Post about what their seed could be. If they got into the final, he said they could be, you know, they could maybe get as high as a seventh seed, right? Um, But I'll be curious to see where they end up on Selection Sunday. But look, it's a credit to North Carolina. After they lost to Pitt, the general consensus was this team just is not consistent enough to be able to make the NCAA tournament. They got to beat a good team. They managed to do it twice. They beat Virginia Tech on the road, and then they beat Duke on the road, obviously. So they put themselves in the tournament. Are they a dangerous tournament team? Everybody's a dangerous tournament team right now. The whole thing's freaking wide open. But I still think they get a lot of credit from where they were to where they are now, which is firmly in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're probably going to be like in an 8-9 game, which is not necessarily where you want to be, obviously, because then you have to play a one seed in the second round. Yeah. But yeah. They have a chance to you know, have a game against somebody that's, 
probably around their level and see if they can win a tournament game, which will be a good experience for them. And then just see mm-hmm. what happens. I mean, you know, go into it with no expectations. Who knows? Kind of like Carolina going to Duke, I guess. So who knows what they're capable of if you just let them play loose and yeah. find them that no one thinks they're going to win. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, either way, like you said, it's, it's been an impressive sec, you know, back half of the season here for mm-hmm. Carolina. They've done a good job of kind of figuring things out. Um, no matter what happens. So meanwhile, Duke, you know, they, they found themselves in, a, in another tight game with Miami. And I tweeted it, I tweeted it out last night towards the end of the game where it, it gave me this, a similar vibe of what happened at Cameron New stadium. And that it's going to come down to a critical rebound. And Paolo Bencaro actually pulled that critical rebound down off a missed free throw. Um, they get back to the line. They go, I, I forgot what they went up by. I think they went up by four or five. Anyway, point being, they got the big plays there down the stretch. Miami also made a lot of unfortunate turnovers down the stretch too. I think they had like a sequence where they turned the ball over five or six times. Yeah. And I mean, like the, the fact that Miami had a chance given some of those mistakes down the stretch is a credit given, to them. Given Isaiah Wong's performance, which oh boy was not good. Yeah. Not uh, great. Not great. Yeah. So, the, but but Duke, but Duke's issues still are present, and yeah. you know up. We're sitting here talking about North Carolina, what what they could potentially do in the NCAA tournament. Duke's probably going to be a two seed, and um, it'll be a strong two seed, obviously. But at some point, I'd love to see Duke completely put it together in these important games, and they just haven't really done that yet. I'm not sure they're capable of doing that. No, but I, you know, I I do see this as kind of like they've been steadily rebuilding their their confidence. I feel like in this tournament sure. so far, you sure. know. In the first game, they they were should not have been that close against that kind of Syracuse team. I know Syracuse is playing inspired and all that, and Duke still won the game. But I, I think that Syracuse just sort of ran out of guys more so than Duke, you know, had to, like, make plays and be clutch. But they did that in this game. They had to – Miami was not going away, and Miami was not going to stop fighting, and Duke had to make plays. And, and they were able to do that in this one. So they're kind of, you know, slow and steady. And now they're going to face a Virginia Tech team that's not afraid, that has a lot of experience. And um, so if they beat Virginia Tech, they're, they're probably going to have to play well to do it. So Yeah. yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the ACC Panic Room. We will see just how many ACC teams make the NCAA tournament field. If you look at the predictions, wake, I'm you, so wake. I want this for you so much. I, just, I don't think. I'm so I don't nervous think, for you. I don't think. I don't think Wake's gonna get it. I don't think. Ugh. I don't think they're gonna get it. I, don't, I can still tell, see there, it, but I don't know. There's there are people who are arguing that last night Virginia Tech isn't gonna get in, which I find hard to believe given their metrics. But we shall see. We shall see. But uh, yeah, we'll see what the NCAA tournament field looks like, and we will talk to you about it on the next panic group.